Hello, I'm Eric Chabra with the Information Security Media Group and GovInfoSecurity.com. I'm speaking with Stanton Sloan, Chief Executive Officer of SRA International, one of the leading information technology services providers and consultancies serving the federal government. Thanks, Stan, for taking time to chat. Eric, pleasure to be here. From your perspective as a major provider of IT and cybersecurity services to the government, what do you see as the major cybersecurity challenges facing the federal government? I think there's a couple of them. First of all, of course, uh, protecting government networks, government information, command and control systems, those kinds of things to avoid penetration and nefarious actions. Second, uh, I would say, has to do with infrastructure. Of course, a lot of the infrastructure in the country is in private hands, so that's something that requires collaboration with the federal government in order to be effective. But clearly, penetration of electrical grids, those kinds of things of which we've seen a lot lately are, are also important. The third one, I would say, is intellectual property. Today, a lot of intellectual property is being stolen, frankly, is leading the country, and I think that's a huge strategic issue for the country. What would be the responsibility of the federal government in this? Well, first of all, the government should be an information source for people to make them aware where there's problems and also provide information on how best to deal with it. Clearly, people that manage infrastructure have a motive to keep the infrastructure up and operating, so it's not like the government has to provide a lot of penalty for failure to deal with issues, but it it can be proactive and help people that run these infrastructures understand the nature of the problem, get them information as quickly as possible. I think that would go a long way to helping. Some type of information exchange there probably be a good idea. And where in government would this information exchange originate from? Would that be something in the White House, Homeland Security? Well, you know, you can put it any any one of a number of places. Of course, the President has indicated he wants to put a cybersecurity czar in place, and that would be a good place to coordinate it. Where it physically resides, I think, is less important. What's more important is that the various elements of government contribute to it because different parts of the government have different insights and different information about the nature of cybersecurity issues. So if you could get everybody to contribute to a centralized database that would be afford one-stop shopping, if you will, for information exchange, that would be very helpful. Are you troubled with a delay by President Obama in naming a cybersecurity advisor? And is that hindering the federal government's efforts to better secure not only federal government IT, but the critical IT infrastructure of the nation? There's certainly an imperative to get somebody in place. We have a lot of issues that have to be addressed. For me, it's not so much the timing, although I would say there's some, it needs to be some urgency around it, but more important, I think, is the nature of the job, uh, responsibilities, accountability, and what this person has the ability to control. So the structure of the job is certainly as important as the timing. At the moment, the structure of the job has not really been defined. The president said that individual report to both his national security advisors, national economic advisor. Do you think that makes sense? For me, I don't care so much where it reports. What's more important, I believe, is what authority and what control that person has in order to be able to affect the role and the changes that I think need to be made. So reporting isn't the issue. It's what ability, what tools do they have, what access to the White House are they going to have in order to be able to perform the role effectively. And to me, that's not an issue so much of where it reports. Have you heard enough to feel comfortable with that position, uh, having that kind of authority or not? I would have to say I think it needs some more definition. My guess is there's a lot of discussions going on. I've I've been uh, fairly vocal in in my communications to everybody I could get to listen with respect to that they need to understand that the role is not just about protecting government networks. This role has to 
span government and commercial enterprise. And in fact, it's uh, even an international issue because in order to effectively address some of these cybersecurity problems, we're not going to be able to do that independently. The U.S. will not be able to do that without cooperation from other countries. A lot of these cyber criminals reside outside the U.S. A lot of the foreign intelligence activities that are targeting U.S. networks are obviously outside the U.S. And those kinds of issues don't get addressed without some fairly intense diplomatic and political activities. If enacted as recently revised, the proposed U.S. Information Communications Enhancement Act, or U.S. ICE, as the bill to reform the Federal Information Security Management Act, FISMA, will shift much of the authority for governing federal IT security among civilian agencies to the Department of Homeland Security from the Office of Management and Budget. What's your view on giving Homeland Security more sway in determining federal cybersecurity policies and processes? I'm fine, frankly, with wherever it reports. To me, what's more important is the scope of the job and the ability to control the resources in order to affect the changes. No matter what department or what agency it reports to or who has responsibility, it's going to require a broad government effort, and it's going to require collaboration with the private sector as well as internationally. No one agency has kind of the span of control, if you will, across that whole space. So it really ends up being a job of coordination, and that could be done by Homeland Security or, frankly, anyone else. Let's talk about the private sector. What role should the private sector play in helping formulate any government policy dealing with cybersecurity? Most companies would prefer not to have the government be too involved in in their day-to-day business. I think the government certainly can incentivize private companies, and and frankly, there's an inherent incentive to want to protect your intellectual property and your your company network. So the government doesn't have to be very punitive in, in its approach to commercial industry. It's more about providing information and access to resources and assistance to help understand the nature of the problems and effective ways to deal with it. I don't think that requires a lot of legislation and kind of process rules. It can be done more in a collaborative fashion with industry associations, advisory groups. There's a variety of ways the government reaches out to industry today, and those can be very effective. You sound a bit concerned, though, that you feel that there's some somewhere in government, there's some quarters where they may want to do some kind of regulation. Is that a big concern? I think that's always a concern. Right? We, we try and have government serve the people, not vice versa. I think all of us want to make sure that government is as limited as it needs to be. That said, some of these things can only be, be addressed through the resources of federal government because of the breadth of the problem, the nature of the problem, the technology of the problem. It's not something that any individual company can address. It requires a collaborative effort. The trick is how do you get the balance. And do you know how to get the balance? Well, like I said, I would err on the side of a industry exchange, collaborative-type organizations that stop short of legislation and regulation. I think a lot can be done without that. The other thing is to get the government to provide a more centralized way to access the information about this. Today, there's a lot of different things that you would certainly categorize as cybersecurity issues that really span the government, everything from the intelligence community to military networks to health network, and therefore there's compartments of information around the federal government about the nature of these problems, and if we could get that someplace where people could access it and share it, it would be more effective. I assume that you're not agreeing, I don't know if you saw this or not, but a week or so ago, Gartner came out with a prediction by the middle of next decade, government will regulate the information technology sector. This basing is beliefs in part because what is seen in other industries as it matures. Did you see that Gartner report? Yeah. Do you think it has any credence to it? I think what will happen, you know, barring... (laughs) 
some other intervention is that the problem is going to get worse. I mean, it's getting worse pretty rapidly. Probably what will happen is it'll get to the point where uh, there'll be a call for government involvement. There'll be some crisis or some disaster or, you know, somebody will shut down the electrical grid for a couple of days or something that will trigger a response. Certainly feasible. The, uh, the current environment seems to be more government regulation on things than less. So, yes. You just want to see if it has to happen, obviously minimize it. Yeah, I think like everything else, too much regulation is not helpful. It doesn't, first of all, too much regulation won't solve the problem. You can regulate whatever you want, but if people aren't able to comply with it or knowledgeable enough to comply with it, it's kind of pointless. Let's talk a few minutes about your company. Uh, what are the biggest challenges faced by SRA in providing cybersecurity services to help the federal government secure its IT systems? It's a booming field these days, and we have a lot of demand. So there's always the issue of enough uh, experts, enough people to throw at the problem. These days we have a lot of demand. We're stretched a little bit in terms of trying to staff all of the, the programs we have. I would argue that cybersecurity issue is not a technical problem, or at least I should say it's not solely a technical problem. It is equal parts technical, business process, and policy. Certification accreditation is as big a problem as, as a particular virus detection issue. It's really trying to combine all those things and develop a more comprehensive and systematic approach to dealing with the problems. Let's talk about the skills out there. What kinds of cybersecurity skills, whether it's technical or process or policy, are you looking for in, in the employees that you use to help service the government? Well, we have a fairly broad-based cybersecurity practice, so our practice covers everything from, let's say, forensic analysis, in other words, uh, post-mortems on what happened in cybersecurity issues, to business process reengineering, helping organizations move to a more secure cybersecurity posture from whatever they have today, implementing technologies but not necessarily selecting them. The other end, we have what I would call the architectures and the products which are used to detect and as well as mitigate cybersecurity threats. So we really work across that whole spectrum, and therefore the kind of folks that we're looking for are fairly diverse, and not any one person typically has skills across that whole domain. So it's a mix of folks with technical skills, people who've been through managing organizational change related to cybersecurity, and then folks that understand what it takes to get system certified and credited. Are you optimistic, pessimistic, cautious about the future of the security of both the government's uh, IT systems as well as the critical IT infrastructure of the country? <laughs> I'm an eternal optimist in my outlook on life, so I'll say that I'm optimistic, but there certainly are challenges. I have every reason to believe that we'll address those challenges effectively as a nation, but we do have challenges. Well, I thank you very much, Stan, for talking with me. I've been speaking with Staten Sloan, Chief Executive Officer of SRA International. For the Information Security Media Group and GovInfoSecurity.com, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.